0: your host and most mythic of all hosts on this show nate you can find me around the web as darth heretic i am joined by the almost as mythic as me but not quite mythic enough tony if you want to get a hold of him although to be honest i don't know why you would if you want quality information come to the player with the highest ranking right right But I suppose if you want someone who will actually respond, maybe you should message him. (laughs) He can be found at mtg underscore tony. And if you want to get a hold of both of us, you know, best of both worlds. You can find us at the Filthy Net Deckers podcast pretty much everywhere.
1: Did you know, Nate, okay, here's some interesting factoids for you. That the number 88, as in the number of episodes that we put out, which is a significant amount of podcast episodes, is the largest number that you can have that does not have the letter N in it. So after that 89, 90, 100, you know, that's it. It's the last one. Sure. And, and it's also, the smallest positive integer with a Zeckendorf representation requiring five Fibonacci numbers... I don't really know what that second part means, but I do know that 88 is a lot of episodes for a podcast. You don't know what the Zeckendorf representation is? <clears throat> um, no.
0: Oh, Alright, no. listen to the pre-show. We talked about it there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> listen, I heard the pre-show. I was there for it. I still don't know what a Zeckendorf representation requiring Tony, five Fibonacci numbers means.
0: Tony, I explained it to you. I still don't know what it means. <laughs>
1: seriously, in the pre-show, we we read all of this information, like, ten different times.
0: It was English words, they went into our ears. Yes, they did. That that was the end of it.
1: (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so, with that being said, let's move on to the meat and the potatoes of the episode, you know? First, we got the FND 101, the part of the episode that we get to talk about our week that was and the fun things that we did. Um, then we're going to move on to our casual upgrades, a segment designed to help you enjoy the game of Magic more than ever before, whether that be by winning or just having more fun. Then we move on to Minnow, where we test the waters of Magic for any news that surfaced this week. Then we're going to move on to Deck Lists. I swear, I was trying a new name all week long. None of them worked. Really? And so think like Deck Lists with Nate and Tony a great name? Wah, 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 wah. No, that is not a good name. <clears throat> Our segment, anyway, deck is our segment to let you click, copy, and paste your way to Mythic. If you use my deck and not Tony's.
0: Fnd 101!
1: Fnd 101, like he says, Nate, what'd you do this week? I went and saw the new Ant Man movie twice. Ooh! I was going to say, how many times did you see it? I saw it twice this weekend. <laughs> Very nice. How I was it?
0: Opening night, and then I saw it again. I enjoyed it. I mean, a lot of people are hating on it, and I can understand why. You know, it wasn't the greatest of Marvel movies, and I understand that. But I enjoyed the heck out of it. It was Ant Man, Star Wars. I loved it. Interesting. Interesting. It, it was Star Wars. They went into a. They went into a ridiculous cantina. There, there was a rebellion against an empire. It was Star Wars, but. In micro Man. form, because they went small. I enjoyed I enjoyed the crap out of it. I loved MODOK. I don't know if you know who MODOK is. I have no idea who uh, that is. I know I who ant know. Man is. MODOK is a, uh, if you looked up a picture of him, he's just a big face with small arms and tiny legs. Okay. A ridiculous, okay. ridiculous comic book character.
1: Kind of like Zordon with hands?
0: Sure. Yeah. Zordon okay. with hands, except for he's like enclosed within a thing, you know, to hold Zordon together because yeah. he's got a big old head. And they, they pulled him off, in my opinion, wonderfully. They if Not his comic book representation, but you kind of can't do that in live action and make it work. So they tweaked it a bit, but I loved it. I thought it was amazing. They pulled him off, in my opinion, real well. People are complaining. I I don't really like to complain. Unless there's something to complain about. And I didn't find anything to complain about. I thought it was a fun movie.
1: Yeah, you watch it, you had fun. That's got to be good enough.
0: Exactly. That's
1: what a movie is all about.
0: (laughs) Some movies are all about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some movies need to, you know, have a big old message. And this had a message, too. You know, but I can... There were... A lot of people are complaining about this movie. And I can understand why. But I still enjoyed it. That's good.
1: Anything yeah, else? I
0: saw, the, I saw the movie twice this weekend. I went and hung out at a magic shop on a Sunday and went and did that. We can talk about stuff that happened at the magic shop during our casual upgrades because okay, I, I have a story to add to that. because of Excellent.
1: It. What about you? What was your week? <clears throat> um, I ended up working at the FNM this week. Uh, mm-hmm. Jack has COVID. Ooh. So um, Mick texted me. He's like, hey, can you fill in tonight? Of course, as I'm sitting at the bar with a friend on my third drink, <laughs> sure, I'll <fill> tight. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess this is my last one. Sorry, guys. Gotta walk up the street now. <laughs> uh, and then, um, uh, just quick little story about this. I, we had to buy my son a bed this weekend, mm-hmm. and so we went to um, a furniture store. It, everything we saw was so expensive. Like, yep. supposedly a discount furniture store, but... Yeah, I, mean, no,
0: I I don't trust that Bob guy. I will never <laughs> shop from that particular discount furniture store ever again after the two different times they have completely effed me over. So, mm. yeah.
1: Yeah, so my son says, look, I just don't want, you know, a twin mattress anymore. Because mm-hmm. if, if you can just get a, me a queen mattress, I'll throw it on the floor, I'll be fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And of course, me being a guy, I'm like, "Cool, that makes sense."
0: And your wife be like, "No."
1: Yeah, my wife and his girlfriend are like, "No, you need a bed." And I'm like, "Why?" And Brian, <laughs> my son, is like, "Why is it make that much of a difference if I'm four inches above the ground or if I'm on the ground?" <laughs> I totally agree. But, <laughs> apparently, we're in the wrong, and he needs at least the metal frame The metal, the, the frame, metal thing. frame,
0: yeah. At the very least, you need that metal frame. And those don't cost more than, like, 40
1: bucks. Uh, they do. They do cost more than 40 bucks.
0: Yeah? Yeah, they do. I, th- I think last time I bought one, it literally cost me 40 bucks.
1: Yeah. Um, so then we ended up going over to BJ's, and we got um, the mattress for 250 Sealy Posturpedic, A nice one. Nice. A box spring. And the metal thing, the metal thing was $45, by the way. Oh, so yeah. it was close. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And uh, instead of spending just $800 on the mattress that that other discount furniture place wanted, mm-hmm. we got the entire thing for 500 bucks. Awesome. So he was super thrilled. Good. <clears throat> and then uh, we had a rock and bowl. We had a fundraiser bowling to raise money for the kids. Okay. And we ended up raising $3,200 for the kids. Wow. So it was very fun. That's awesome. Yep. yep. It was a lot of fun. Um, one of the things we do is all the professional bowlers, and they included me in that, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, uh, the kids buy tickets and they come up and give you a ticket and you have one ball to throw and you have to get more pins than the kids knocked down with three balls. Uh, if they do, then they get like five raffle tickets to go put in the raffles that we have. And... It's very hard to do, by the way. Cuz oh, they get three yeah. balls. They get three it, balls. You get one. So, so like ninety percent of the time, they beat you, mm-hmm. and it's fun for the kids. But that's the point. Correct. Exactly. But the
0: point is that you're not you're not supposed to beat the kids every time, Tony.
1: Oh, I beat three kids in a row. I was so happy. <laughs> Uh, Like, we were told at the head, you know, especially if they're little kids, you don't have to, you know, like, take it easy on them a little bit. No. (laughs) I gotta show them that I'm better than them.
0: (laughs) Wow. They're running away crying because
1: you... No, no, no. I I have a lot of fun. And, and, like, I pick on them, but, like, for fun-wise. I'm like, oh, you know. And it's fun. Kids like that. They kept coming back to me. so that. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So we stopped at um, a place called Mother Cluckers afterward for for lunch. Okay. And we ordered it ahead of time. And one of my son's friends wanted to go, too. Mm -hmm. So we're like, sure. So we give her the phone. and She punches in her order that she wants. You know, it's chicken sandwiches and macaroni and cheese. Mm -hmm. That's all they have. And so for the four of us, it ended up being $75. Wow. And I'm like, "Ah, that seems expensive. I look at the bill after, and his friend ordered, you know, the $12 chicken sandwich. And then everything that cost extra money, added. Added. Uh. Added. Added. It ended up being a $25 chicken sandwich. (laughs) Do you know? I have never in my life seen a $25 chicken sandwich. (laughs) Oh my god! I was so I was so upset. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but anyway, uh. and then the one last thing that I did this week, I did it last night, so it's not even on this list because I made this on Monday. Surprisingly, La- <clears throat> right? I know I was way ahead of schedule. Uh, so last night during my bowling league, I threw four strikes in a row. Wow! And that is very difficult to do. By that the way, that was incredibly difficult. But the best part of that is, um, at the beginning of every The best part
0: about that is it was all against little kids, so you
1: felt even better? Is that what you're going to say, Tony? I wish it was against little kids. That would have made it even better. But, uh, no. Um, At the beginning of every league night, I put a dollar in to this pool. Mm -hmm. If you get four strikes in a row, you win the pool. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that was $1,900 I got last night. Wow. For throwing four strikes in a row. Wow. Oh my god, like... And they were all, like, hammers. It was so good. As soon as I hit the last one, the whole place erupted in cheers. Wow. Yeah, everyone came over and was like, high five and me. Congratulations! Whoa, way to go! It was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, this yeah. didn't This is one of those fake stories. I can this tell is... once he said the whole place erupted in cheers. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got high-fives Listen. from everyone. The whole place was clapping for me. I got high-fives.
1: I'm telling you, this is all a real <laughs> thing that happened last night. <laughs>
0: I honestly believe you. It's just, that's, that, that's like the epitome of every fake story is that point. Is what I have it all
1: <laughs> recorded. It was on, live on my TikTok. Was it really? It was, yep. That's awesome. So you I'm going to actually
0: go watch that.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to clip it out and uh, do it again. Because mm-hmm. lives, you can only watch live. Oh. But then I can save the video and then I'm going to have to figure out how to edit it and do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was I was super excited last night. Of course, I, my bar bill was extremely high because I had to buy a round for pretty much everybody. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, it was like $100.
0: You just won $1,900. That is you true. You could use some of that, Tony.
1: Well, that's why. You know, that's why I had no problem doing it. <clears throat> yeah. But anyway, let's move on to some casual upgrades.
0: Upgrade for the casual player.
1: The casualist of all the upgrades. I thought you were going to keep going. We were going to go back and forth. We were going to do different casual and upgrades. No, but apparently, I did not
0: want that to happen at all. That's why that's I stopped. That's 100% what I wanted. I, could, I know. That's why I stopped.
1: Megan and Maria would have been going back and forth and just hammering out random words. Maybe ornaments. that's why we don't have the listeners of Megan and Maria. <laughs> Maybe maybe we do. Maybe you know. Maybe they just pretend.
0: <laughs> sure, <laughs> I'm sure they've gone on that long by pretending. We've gone, We've on, gone, gone on for by this long
1: pretending. <laughs> 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 anyway, it's so, okay. Uh, this week for casual upgrades, I'd like to talk about uh, new players at your table. Uh, it's very important to make new players, in particular, feel comfortable. Their first time in a new store. Or if a friend of a friend comes to your, you know, your house to play, mm-hmm. try to make them feel welcome and not like they're intruding. Um, we had two new players in the store for a draft this week. Uh, one was German and spoke, spoke English, but like not 100%. Yeah. And his, I don't know if it was his girlfriend or just a friend that was mm-hmm. a girl or whatever, who knows how to play Magic, but had never drafted before. Mm-hmm. Only played like maybe, you know, Commander around mm-hmm. the kitchen table. Uh, and you could tell, like they were both nervous. Mm-hmm. But we all, like I told, they came in like right around six o'clock and had called ahead. And I told people, I'm like, look, we get new players, so make sure you know you're on your best behavior,
0: <laughs> please.
1: <laughs> like, not that, not that they're you know bad behavior make people. Sure, normally, make sure you're not running
0: out back and puking out the back door.
1: Correct. You know, um, and so just try to make them comfortable and explain things if you have to. Mm -hmm. Um, and they both lost to everybody except themselves. Like in the final round, they, they were, but they had so much fun. They said they're going to come back every single time until he has to go back to Germany in a month or two. Wow.
0: Nice. Awesome.
1: Yeah. And I I just know people can forget what it's like to be a new player at a store Mm -hmm. and how much anxiety that can cause. Mm -hmm. So be nice to people, please. Yeah. I was,
0: uh, uh, card shop on Sunday, and they have Commander Day there on Sunday. So they got a whole bunch of people playing Commander. And this group of kids come in. My wife was telling me afterward that they were brand new brand new players looking to buy Commander decks. Literally grabbed every single Commander deck off the shelf to look at them. And this place has all of the Commander decks. Got like the old Planeswalker ones. Like the Teferi Planeswalker deck is sitting up on the shelf for like 200 bucks. And, uh, so they're like looking at every single one of these. Finally, one of the kids goes, I know which one I want. This is the one I want. And he like goes to buy them. And then they realize that they're playing Commander here. And like, look at my wife go, Oh, are they playing Commander? Are they nice? What do you mean? Are they nice? Hey, do we like new players here? And then all, everyone goes, Yeah! <laughs> and so everyone's like, yes, yeah, see, they're all nice. Everyone loves new players here. This is the best Commander is the best time if you want to talk to some new players because everyone's just looking to have some fun. And if they know you have a brand new deck, they'll absolutely play decks that will go against that and not play ridiculous decks against you. Yeah. And so it was, it you know, it's great. You know, you want that atmosphere, especially especially at a game store. Correct. You know, if, you're in, if you're not at a game store, and let's say I played a Magic at a Dunkin' Donuts for like five years. We were always inviting to people. We always made sure people wanted to come and play with us. We ended up having 12, 15 players there at one point.
1: Nice. Yeah. Um, There's another store locally to me Mm -hmm. that apparently their commander knight is not as friendly. And it, it, like, it's not that they're not friendly, but they're very inclusive from everything Mm -hmm. I've been told. And, like, they have their own stuff. And then when new people come in, it's kind of like, they just kind of push them off to the side. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've been told. I don't know. I don't, I haven't been there, but. Um, So I always just try to make my store as inviting as possible. Mm -hmm. Do I know this store? Yeah, I don't know if you've played there before or not. Mm -hmm. It's in a town slightly to the west of us.
0: Does it have the name of the town in the store? Not anymore. Not anymore, okay. (laughs) Then yes, I know the store you're talking about. I have played Commander there. I didn't get that feel. Yep. But... I'm also incredibly personable as sure. well and not nervous at a magic shop where I'm there to play magic I can be I can be nervous places meeting new people I'm not nervous when I've got a briefcase full of magic cards in my hand yeah Come exactly play magic with me this is the <laughs> point of why i'm
1: here yeah and no, that's no, just what I've heard like I said i I have never been there to play so i don't mm-hmm. I don't know personally but anyway Let's move on to minnow, where we're going to test the waters. Test the waters of what, Tony? Oh, Oh, the magic news of the week. Yes. We're going to test
0: the waters of news? That doesn't even work. That doesn't work, Tony. Your minnow doesn't
1: work. My minnow is swimming perfectly fine. Okay. It's swimming upstream. It would be going (laughs) swimmingly. But it isn't. So anyway, this week. All right. We got a whole bunch of new information. Yeah. All the new information. Um, So let's start out with March of the Machines. We got a whole bunch of information on March of the Machines. Have you seen some of these cards? Tony, Uh,
0: they... I think they showed us too much. I'm
1: sorry.
0: (laughs) Because Mark Rosewater saying... In his little, um, things you can expect out of this set, going legendary creature, dinosaur, vampire, and saying that there's going to be a 12-drop trampler, that the mana value is 7, and thus going those aren't going to be the same card at all. (laughs) Yes, it is. What? (laughs) What? What is this set? What is, this is, this is the craziest I have ever seen magic. This is like this is almost unset lunacy in my opinion.
1: It kind of actually is.
0: is Honestly if you look at it, yeah. Lunacy. We have Galta and Marvin, a twelve twelve legendary creature, (laughs) dinosaur vampire. Yep this thing is to trample and when you attack choose one you create a tapped and attacking xx green dinosaur creature token with trample where x is the greatest power among other attacking creatures so you get you got your gulta or or you can create x11 white vampire creature tokens with lifelink where x is the number of other attacking creatures you get your vampire
1: so if you're going tall you can do it and make a big one or if you're going wide you can get wider. It's, it's such a good card. It's unreal. It's, a, it's amazing. It's, uh... I mean, all great. these cards are pretty amazing. Um, we've got Yargle and Moltani. I was hoping we were going to talk about Yargle.
0: First of all... <coughs> first of all, it's just double Yargle. It's it is. Just, it's just double Yargle. Because Yargle was a 9-3, and this is an eighteen six vanilla creature.
1: I love so much about it.
0: For six mana. Oh, my! My favorite part about this is not the fact it's a legendary creature, Frog Spirit no, Elemental. It's the quote, right? It's it's the qu- it's one hundred percent the entire <laughs> quote because they can use the entire text box because this is a vanilla creature. Genshak Crawford Ribbit. I've heard much about you from my daughter. Blutani rumbled. There was a time where I'd balked at your aid, Phantom. But she had shown me the merit of Urbord's strange ways. Yargled, replied <laughs> Yargle replied <laughs> Yargle.
1: Yes, I love it. Oh,
0: it's such a good fancy quote followed by just gibberish. This is unset lunacy.
1: And then the lands that they revealed. Yup. Oh my god. Did, did you read the flavor text in these?
0: That's the only thing that's making these lands exciting. Because other than that, these lands are boring AF. Well, these are
1: just the common ones for draft. Correct, it's, yes. it's, But the, the the flavor text mm-hmm. is so amazing on these things. Because mm-hmm. it, it shows how every single um, Praetor is going in and attacking different uh, planes. And they're changing them to fit their own... Um, Agenda. And
0: each one, each land
1: uh, talks about a different plane. <clears throat> yes. Each one has a different plane. I love it. It's great. Um, the fact that Elish sent Atraxa to um, Penna mm-hmm. when they love angels so much, mm-hmm. when angels are their their heroes, yep. and they're going to see Atraxa and be like, oh, my hero. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that Atraxa is this deformed Phyrexian Completed monstrosity. Yep.
0: <laughs> Speaking of completed Phyrexian monstrosities, Omnath, locust of all. Oh, poor locust <laughs> of all.
1: He yes. co- he
0: now costs a white, a blue, a Phyrexian black, a red, and a green mana. He, we we finally get an all-color black Omnath, and it's because he's Phyrexian. How long have they been planning this? How long have they been planning this, honestly?
1: Um, I think since Zendikar, probably. Yeah. You know, the, you yeah. know,
0: you the new they one. Have, they, you think they have known, alright, we're going to give him all the other colors, and then when we give him black, it's going to be because it's Phyrexian. They've known. Yes. They've known, and I hate it. I love it, but I hate it. <laughs>
1: Uh, Heliod's already been transformed, which is good, because Heliod's a jerk. Yeah. Heliod's a jerk. Um, And I hope he gets what's coming to him. I don't like Heliod
0: as much as I like just straight up, no extra name, Jyn That card is crazy, and I have no idea how good it is.
1: Alright, let me go back to that card, because it was at the top of this thing. Yeah,
0: it's the, it was the very first one on the list up here.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so it costs three colorless, three generic, two blue, for a 5-5 five, five legendary creature Phyrexian Praetor. Ward 2. Alright, protects itself. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell with mana value three or greater, draw a card. Okay. Uh, three into blue, exile Jyn Gitaxis. Then return it to the battlefield, transformed under its owner's control. Activate only as a
1: sorcery, and only if you have seven or more cards in hand. So, I don't see that part happening all too often. That's the
0: whole point of this card, though. A 5-5, five, right. five, Ward 2, What the rest of it doesn't really matter. This is what you're doing. But to do it, you have to have seven cards in hand, and if you have seven cards in hand, the last thing you want to do is spend four mana on an ability on the
1: field. Right? Like, you want to be casting cards out of your hand. Not necessarily. Like, especially if you're in a, a like, a counterspell-style deck. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to want to do that.
0: Yep, and then it flips. Then it flips into an enchantment saga. Mm-hmm. flips into a damn saga. All right. First part of your saga. Draw cards equals the number of cards in your hand. You have no maximum hand size for as long as you control the Great Synthesis, which is the so name of this saga. So, four
1: mana to draw seven cards is pretty good.
0: And now you have 14 cards in hand. And Correct. no maximum hand size. How are you getting rid of all of these cards? So, your second part here says, Number two, return all non-phyrexian creatures to their owner's hand. Well, let's hope you don't have any Phyrexian creatures in play because now your creatures have gone back to your hand as well. But like you said, you're looking at more of a counterspell deck. You're not going to have that many creatures.
1: Yeah, this is more for this is only a control card. Mm-hmm.
0: Three, you may cast any number of spells from your hand without paying their mana costs. All right, well that's how you're getting rid of all those fourteen cards you got in your hand that you've been holding onto. Exile the Great Synthesis, then return it to the battlefield front face up, and now you have jinga taxes back so you could do that whole process all over again and then
1: you can draw if you decide to keep seven cards in your hand correct sh-
0: flip <laughs>
1: flip it and then
0: oh it's it seems powerful but it yes. seems like to get there is so much work Yes. That's the problem. That's the problem. It seems like it's going to be powerful, and it doesn't go away. It needs to be answered,
1: probably yes, on does. the backside
0: when it does when it doesn't have ward two. Mm-hmm. But even ward two is not two is not a huge number for ward to protect it.
1: No, but it is something at least. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it'll still get killed by a doom blade that they're paying
1: four mana for instead of yep. two. Yep, definitely. But most likely, again, you're playing a blue deck, you're going to have counter spells to fight yeah. off that.
0: Thalia and the Gitron monster? Come on. Like, what is this set? I am so excited to just see what random creatures they throw together.
1: Yeah, I'm... Like, I just don't know how they're going to be able to fit eight planes, all at war, all in one set. Is it, it, eight, it's, is it eight planes? Yes, well, there's eight different... Uh, or ten different, right? Ten. It's ten planes. Ten ten planes, sorry. Yeah, that's what what I'm like. I thought it was ten, not eight. Yeah, ten planes in one set, all at war. How are you going to be able to show all of that in one set? Or even one and a half sets? Because that's really what, you know, this is. How are you going to do that? I I don't understand. I think it's not going to be... Not going to be
0: set on a plane... Well,
1: clearly not. It's
0: set on ten planes, and by being set on ten planes, um, it's very much a. I'm thinking of a corset. Remember when corsets and they weren't ever based on a plane, but you could be like, "Oh, this was this card is from this plane. This card is from this
1: plane." But that corsets didn't have a story. I know, but this this is going to have a story too because they can tell a story. I just don't know how you can fit. 10 planes worth of stories at war in one set. Because they're not all going to get equal billing. Not all of the planes
0: are going to... You're not going to hear as much about Eldrain as you are about Kaladash. Maybe not those exact planes, but you get my drift.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... I don't know. I'm kind of worried that it's going to be too much for one set.
0: Maybe, but people thought the same thing about War of the Spark. War of the Spark was a good set. That was a fun set to play, too. And the story of that was very good and memorable. You still remember the story of War of the Spark? Do you remember the story of Ixalan?
1: Yeah, I mean, I do, but... <laughs> um, yeah, but a lot of people hated the story of War of the Spark. No, they hated the book! War of the Spark. It's the story. They didn't
0: mind the actual story, though.
1: But that was the actual story, and they hated it.
0: It's completely different.
1: I'm just saying... The the
0: actual written book, the War of the Spark book written by that guy, people actually hated, because that physical book was terrible. The story of the invasion of... Of um, yeah. Ravnica by Nicol Bolas is a good story, and people liked that.
1: I'm just hoping, like I said, that it doesn't feel like too much. I, I hear you.
0: I understand how it could feel like too much as well.
1: Yeah, I, like I'm not going to get... You know, I want to know what happened in Eldraine. I want to know what See, happened here and there.
0: I think, I think Eldraine is one of those ones we're not going to get as much information on... We're just going to find out that the stuff hit the fan there, and we'll find out more when we go there again.
1: Because well, we're thing going I...
0: to Eldrain again soon, so we don't need to really know what happened to Eldrain. because we'll find that out soon.
1: Uh, one thing I really do like about um, the storyline with Eldrain is, we saw there's a card that says uh, the Kenrith uh, funeral procession. Kenrith's funeral, that's actually from uh, March of the Machines Aftermath. Yes. And um, being able to see that, and then seeing that there's enough of the world left to go and mourn mm-hmm. their king and queen dying. Yeah. That's that's a good uh, like s- sign for Eldraine, basically.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It shows that the Phyroxians aren't necessarily completely taking over.
0: And that's the Kenrith's Royal Funeral too a white and a black for a legendary enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, exile two target legendary creature cards from your graveyard. You draw X cards and lose X life, where X is the greatest mana value among cards exiled this way. Legendary spells you cast cost one less to cast for each card exiled with the Kenrith's Royal Funeral. Mm-hmm. And the the Kenrith's dying are uh, the Queen Linden and the King there. It's not Will and... No, the... no, no. It's not the twin. A lot of people think when they saw that, thought that. That's all.
1: Okay. No, but now they s- have they have to leave Strixhaven now, and somebody has to take control of. You know, I know okay. we don't talk much about the story about what's mm. happening, but um, I, th- I feel like this set kind of requires us to, yeah, go into a lot more of the story. Um, and March
0: of the Machines Aftermath will have a fifty new standard legal cards, sold in five card boosters. Ugh. oh that
1: sounds bad when we yeah. say magic
0: is going to change forever you'll see those changes on these cards and in the story interesting
1: um but battles have been confirmed also battles have March been
0: confirmed and they will be flip cards
1: double faced cards
0: yep they will have two sides to them yep. not
1: necessarily flip cards that is true
0: um Another thing they're going to be doing is um, they're going to have like the retro artifacts from Brothers War, the Mystical Archive. They will be oh, adding yes, another this. another one. They're called Multiverse Legends. And so far, they've announced two of these Multiverse Legends. One is Attracts a Voice, Green, White, Blue. Phyrexian Angel Horror 4-4 Flying Vigilance Death Touch Lifelink at the beginning of your insta-proliferate. <gasps> That's a crazy card. That's it a really big is. commander yep. card. And because this is that extra sh- like fun sheet of cards, this is going to be an arena as well, huh? So this is going to yes, be playable in Historic. Probably won't be playable in Historic as much as playable in Historic Brawl.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Would
0: love that as their Brawl Commander. And then there's another card here. I don't know. I, is this a good card? One I mean, I red, doubt it. Like one it... red mana for a legendary creature, Monkey Pirate to one Ragavan Nimble Pilfer. <laughs>
1: I mean, this come on, it's a to one arena. mana 2 one. This Nobody cares. This is coming cares. to arena. <laughs> Really? I can't wait. I've never, I've oh, never wait. actually been able to play with a Ragavan outside of Vintage Cube.
0: I own a Ragavan. It was I do one too. of the very few cards I pulled out of that, and I have it in a commander deck. Nice. I got killed immediately on Monday, and I had to kill the person who killed it later, but... And then but you didn't kill me... him because
1: of that, did you? Yes,
0: I did. When he asked me later, oh. why did you kill <laughs> Okay. Because you could have killed anyone. Why did you kill me? I said, um, what was the very first spell you cast this journey, this game? He goes, because I killed your Ragavan? Yes, because you killed my Ragavan. But if I didn't kill your Ragavan, then you would have won so much sooner. Yeah, that's why I killed you when I could. <laughs> that's how that works. Yeah, no, Ragavan's a great card. I cannot wait to be playing mono red burn and historic with Ragavan.
1: Yep. Yep. I mean every deck, every red deck is gonna have Ragavan in it. Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. It's every single red deck. It doesn't it, matter.
0: It's gonna be Ragavan and Fable of the Mirror Breaker in every red deck because it has red in it. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and they're doing a bunch of other stuff, too, with this. They've got the extended arts. You've got a whole bunch of different treatments. If you're a fan of Commander and you buy the Commander decks, they're going to also have ten different Plane Chase cards with each of their Commander decks. I
1: love, chase. I so love Plane Chase. so much fun. I love Plane
0: Chase, too. It's a lot of fun. Now I have to buy all of these, so I have all of these, right? That's how that works. That's no, you not can... how that works. You don't need to buy them all, mate. Don't waste your money. No,
1: anyway, I'm sure I'm probably, you can buy them separately.
0: I'm probably going to end up buying them all. Oh. I love, I love Plane Chase. If you've never played Plane Chase before, it's essentially a separate deck of cards. Oversized cards that you shuffle up and you're, you plane walk. You're on a specific plane and it has an ability... That affects you. This one here is the Isle of Vizuva. The plane is Dominaria. And while you're on this plane, whenever a creature, whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield, its controller creates a to- copy, a token that's a copy of that creature. So you're doubling all of your creatures. This mm-hmm. Sounds great. Right but your opponents your are too. Deck. Yeah, everyone is. This is for everybody. Everyone's doubling their stuff. And then you've got a little uh, planner die. And once per turn, as a sorcery, you can roll the planar die. If you there's a it's a six sided die, one of the one of the sides of the plane of the planar die is Planeswalk, and it's literally you just go to the next.
1: Go <laughs> the to the X next card.
0: Go yep. to, take the top card off, put it to the bottom, flip over the top card. Now you're on Kamagawa. Modified creatures you control have trample, and whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player or Planeswalker, draw a card. Now, that's the ability on, you know, all of the creatures.
1: Yeah, and you can pay mana to re-roll if you want. Yes,
0: if you wanted to re-roll, you can pay one mana, then two mana, then three mana to re-roll. It's exponential yeah. each turn, so the next time <coughs> it's your turn, it will cost exponential. But then there's also one other part of that die. One one Planeswalk, four nothing, and one Chaos. And then this says when chaos ensues, each plane has something different. So the Isle mm-hmm. of Azuva on Dominaria says, When Chaos destru- when chaos ensues, destroy target creature and all other creatures with the same name as that creature. Nice. Nice. So do they get a bunch of do they double up on their creature? They're all gone by chaos. You get to choose because you're the one who rolled chaos. On uh, Kamigawa here, it says when chaos ensues, distribute three plus one plus one counters among one, two, or three target creatures you control. So this way, you're modifying your creatures now that help you here. I love this. This is so much fun, and it's a fun way to just, especially in Commander, your your Commander games all kind of go the
1: same way. This is a way to mix it up. Yep, yep. We do we do it uh, at our store. Every once in a while, one group likes to do plane chase so they always do. That's fun. There was an
0: app on the phone years ago when we used to play it off of the app on the phone. Mm, nice. It was just all of the plane chase cards. Written, no artwork. Just t- typed all out. And then you would hit the thing and it would go to a new one. And then you had the ability to use all the official ones. Or just ones that they made up to. So they made up their own planes with their own chaos ability. And we oh, had, that's cool we had a chaos ability that one time that said destroy all non-goat creatures so you get to keep your goats but that was it
1: <laughs> your goats and your shapeshifters
0: yep your goats and your shapeshifters got to live but it was like that's ridiculous but yeah if you like if you like playing magic for fun and not always just to win and beat your opponents and you know even if they're little kids Tony um, (laughs) Plane Chase can be fun for that and March of the Machines I don't know I don't think I've been this excited for a set in a while like sets come I'm like yeah vampire set cool this let's throw some creatures together this seems like like I said unlevel shenanigan right here
1: I hate that word (laughs) <laughs> At least you admit now it's a word. Moving on, what's your next topic, Tony? Uh, next topic, uh, to switch it up a little bit, Reed Duke won the Pro Tour this week.
0: Yeah, congrats to Reed Duke.
1: Yep. Yeah. Super nice guy from everything I've been told. Yeah. And he's a very, very much a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, just thought we'd mention it.
0: Yep, noticed somebody online said, uh, what's his face there? Will, William Jensen is uh, head of... Doing the Pro Tour now, and then all of a sudden Reed Duke wins. Hmm, interesting. And Reed Duke's response was, uh, yeah, I had an advantage over everyone else. We were playing Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, I, I, I liked both those. Matt, Matt Nass is the one who said that. Yep. I'm like, that's great.
0: And it obviously he's poking fun at him because they're all friends. It's exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> I had an advantage because we were playing Magic together. <laughs> that's such a good answer. <laughs> no, Reed Duke is a great guy. I've, I've, I've never met him, but I've seen him a few times at big events, and he's always always nice, always talking to people. Mm-hmm. He's not one of those. He's very um, personable.
1: Agreed. Uh, coming to arena soon. Alchemy Phyrexia, which we expected. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't know any of the cards yet. But yeah, no, but do. what's up? We do. We do. We I did. didn't see any of the cards. Oh, totally. Oh, I didn't see the cards. See. that's the same one
0: twice. Was it here? They definitely had some.
1: Yeah, they might have, and I just missed it.
0: Yeah, was it emailed to me?
1: Oh, maybe in that email. You're right, there could have been. I don't have my phone on me either. Yes, email right here. So we've got three cards. Okay. Uh, the
0: first one here is called Spawning Pool. Two colorless and a green for an artifact. Tap a generic. Tap it. Sacrifice a creature. Seek a creature card with mana value equal to one plus the sacrificed creature's mana value, and put that card onto the battlefield. That creature is a Phyrexian in addition to its other types. Activate as a sorcery.
1: Ooh, okay, it's I like a that.
0: Seek though, so you don't get to choose. So the right. game is choosing your next target for you. But yeah, it's but if you only god. have
1: one, that's one more. No. You mm-hmm, just automatically it. get it. It's Birthing Pod, right? One time. You sacrifice it, though? No. Oh, okay. No, it's Birthing
0: Pod. It just costs the generic lesson in both spots. Um, We also have Quicksilver Lapidary, a blue and a red for a 1-1 creature Phyrexian Artificer. When Quicksilver Lapidary enters the battlefield, conjure a card named Mox Opal to your hand.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: Okay, yep, okay. yep, that's an, that one's an uncommon. Spawning Pod is a rare. We also have a mythic rare here. This is called Phyrexian Harvester. This is a five-five Phyrexian horror creature for four red mana. Red, red, so, red.
1: Red, 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 red. Okay.
0: Yep. Red, 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 red. Red, 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 red. Four red. For a five-five yep. menace. When it is dealt damage, seek that many non-land cards. At the beginning of your next end step, discard those cards. Yeah, that's not nearly as good as the other two, I think. No, no, the, it's not. Uh, Phyrexian Obliterator is amazing. This new, I can't think of the name of the white one, is yeah. really, really good. Yep. Phyrexian Harvester is like the little, the the headed stepchild, <laughs> the little brother that gets brought along. You won't get the reference. And Peggy, that's the Phyrexian Harvester of this. Just, sure. Come along too, Phyrexian Harvester. You're a 5-5 for all one mana color. Good for you, buddy.
1: Yeah, that's all we know from that. But yeah, that was
0: emailed to you.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. But I really didn't look at the things. I just kind of was like, oh, okay, yep. Probably information I've already seen. Don't read it. Yeah. Um, Understood. also uh, shadows over Innistrad is finally coming back yeah! I
0: you you want me to get excited for something Shadows over Innistrad remastered on arena I am excited for. yes I am excited for this.
1: I mean all this stuff was on Arena before <laughs> so I don't understand on like, arena
0: in the past you're right you know I don't understand so why has why it taken this long for it to get to us I don't know Tony it's a very good
1: question. Because they don't money, want us money, to money. have Pioneer. No, it's just it's about the money. That's all. They can resell yes. this as packs.
0: Yes, I'm very excited over Shadows of the Year. But they could have resold it as packs a year ago. Two years ago. They three years yeah, 100% ago. Yeah, 100 percent could have. That's all I'm saying. And then we could now be getting what's the one before Shadows over Instrag? We could be getting that remastered instead. That's all yep, I'm saying. Agreed. Uh, Ixelon? Was Ixelon Ix before that? No, Ixalan was after, because we have Ixalan
1: in Arena. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kaladesh was after Ixalan, right? Yep. No, Kaladesh was before Ixalan, but after Shadows, because we have Kaladesh <laughs> and
0: Abaket in Arena.
1: <laughs> okay. We've got
0: to think of what, do we not have in Arena going backwards? Yeah, it's hard to do. I can't do that. Yeah, no, I can't really think of it either.
1: But anyway, that's coming out soon. That, that's next month that's coming out. Mm-hmm. So that'll be good. Uh my god, there's still more stuff to, for Magic News of the Week. So this is a busy many. week. Uh Commander yeah. Masters is coming out. I saw we were told that. about that.
0: We uh we're getting brand new cards. It will be Battle for Zendikar and Oath of the Gate remastered. I had to look it up, but yeah.
1: <laughs> Just saying. But okay, okay. Um but yeah, Commander Masters it's also it's Commander Decks and it's also a draftable mm-hmm. thing. It's a full With, With new cards, with a full set with new cards and old cards mixed in. What does "masters" mean anymore?
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Well, all the other Masters sets were only reprints. Eternal Masters, Modern Masters, Vintage Masters. That's what Masters was. It was a reprint set.
0: Horizons that were were the new cards added. Correct. Yep.
1: Modern Horizons was a new set, but all the Masters sets have been reprints only. Yeah, I so, guess that's a good point. I, I don't understand why Commander Masters is called that instead. Because they can? I, but called it sounds Commander better Horizons?
0: Commander Horizons?
1: It doesn't. It doesn't sound any better to me. Commander sure. Horizons sounds better, actually. Because it makes me think of Modern Horizons and how much it changed Modern. Yeah, but people hated Modern Horizons. <laughs> people love Modern Horizons.
0: <laughs> oh, people are very split on Modern Horizons.
1: Yes. Uh, so I think it should have been Commander Horizons, but that's just me, you know. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. That'll be a fun set, but that's not till like, what, August? Something like that. Yeah, it's not coming out for a long time, but we've be- got the information about it. Before that even, we're
0: having a whole other set.
1: June 23rd, yes.
0: Uh, I'm very excited about this. I
1: also am excited to set if, off on an adventure.
0: I am <laughs> not I'm ready to set out on an adventure, Tony. I am uh, not a huge, like... I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I am not a huge Lord of the Rings fan, but I do enjoy Lord of the Rings. Yep. I do like them. I am a fan. Just not to the extent I am of other stuff. I... Just looking at these two set symbols for Tales of Middle-Earth and Tales of Middle-Earth Commander, they're gorgeous.
1: They I are. love...
0: I love that set symbol with the full ring and the elvish written on the ring. Mm -hmm. That is gorgeous. The the other one's okay. The other one gets the point across. I don't know why you couldn't put the elvish on that one, but that's just such a beautiful set symbol.
1: Yeah,
0: I agree. The March of the Machine set symbol is
1: dumb, and I don't get it. This is a beautiful set symbol. Yeah, I I agree. It's a good set symbol. Uh, Um... I'm also excited that the collector boosters looks like they're going to have serialized cards again. Yep, serialized ring card. I, I, I don't know what that means. Because I assume gonna... they'll have the, whatever, the nine rings or the ten rings. Well, that's what run. I'm
0: saying. How Are we going to get all of the rings of power in here? I assume so. So those would be the serialized... Oh, you imagine having the one ring, number one of whatever
1: the card's gotta be ten grand
0: (laughs) one magic card to rule them all yeah I'm very excited we got no card previews we got no idea all we have is what the packaging for all of the stuff will look
1: like and the packaging
0: looks like packaging
1: it doesn't come out for another four months I so seeing yeah the art I think is enough it's kind of cool to see Gandalf it's kind of cool to see you know Frodo yeah,
0: it's good it's good, it's good. Go- they've got a picture of Gollum up here you've, you've got an idea of the art style that they're going with for this yeah yeah and it is definitely a unique art style and i mean that in the they didn't take it from the lord of the rings movies made by peter jackson they didn't take it from the 80s cartoon movies it is its own representation of Lord of the Rings.
1: It's definitely magic art.
0: Correct. It's magic art, Lord of the Rings. And, I, yeah. and
1: it fits, because,
0: come on, magic is Lord of the Rings. Come on.
1: Ha! <laughs> 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 Oops. Uh,
0: anyway. Okay. So, this this will be yeah. fun... This is a, not a standard set, Lord of the Rings. Uh, it's a modern, it
1: set? modern legal.
0: Mo- yeah, modern legal set. Yep.
1: And coming to Arena? Definitely coming to
0: Arena. It's the it's the summer set for Arena as well, right? Last year yes. we got the Baldur's Commander State. Legends. This year we're getting Tales from Middle-Earth. And it's probably not going to be the exact set that comes out. You know, I don't know if it's going to be one for one like they did last time, and they adjusted a bunch of cards for Arena. I don't I, know,
1: but I think um, I think it should be the same
0: I hope because so. the other
1: one just had a lot of Commander things in the uh, regular set, like a lot of the cards mentioned gotcha. Commanders, and they couldn't do that. And this, so this because it's Modern won't correct. Yeah, All
0: right, I hear you. Let's hope. Let's hope. I'm excited. I'll pick this up in paper. I'll buy a ton of this on Arena.
1: I will I will be buying a ton of this. But you know, this is an alchemy legal set only.
0: Historic.
1: Right, alchemy and historic,
0: correct. Yeah, yeah you'll be able to play in historic. I'm sure there are going to be some cards that the mono green devotion and historic deck are going to want to be pulling out of their cardboard.
1: True, true, true. Uh,
0: Karn C- is going to minus two and I'm going to be pulling the one ring out of my side <laughs> That sounds like fun. I don't know. Some people are like, I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound like fun to me. Sounds like fun to me. Let's go. Sounds
1: like a blast to me. I love every part of that. I do too. Oh, I think that's all the news of the week. Moving on to deck lists. Deck list this week. I know you hit Mythic. Did you hit Mythic with a new deck, or just the same old stuff? Of course not. Of course I did
0: not. But that does not mean we can't take a couple minutes to talk about the deck I did make it to Mythic with.
1: Okay, let's let's hear all about it. it. It
0: has been a while since I have talked about it in depth, and I made it to Mythic with Mono Green Devotion in okay. Historic. Uh, something about the combination of Kiora, Bohemoth Beckoner, and Nykthos, Shrine to Nyx is absolutely disgusting. Be able to untap that and tap it for a bunch of mana. This runs four Storm the Festival, three Nyssa, which I know you've said you don't like. I still love it in this deck. It still does amazing stuff. Uh, Four Cavalier of Thorns, four Karn the Great Creator, four Leyline of Abundance. Damn, do I love Leyline of Abundance. Uh, Three Kiora Behemoth Beckner. I understand why this card is banned in Pioneer. Leyline of Abundance.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. After oh, absolutely. This deck,
0: I understand why this is banned in Pioneer. Mm-hmm. Uh, one Slavana, Heart of the Wilds, four Old Growth Troll, three Wolf Willow, Wolf Willow Haven, four Lanowar Elves, and four Elfish Mystic because who? Those are great. And then the Karn sideboard. Karn um, sideboard. Now that I've played a whole bunch of cards, I've, a whole bunch of games with this deck, I think I'm going to go through and change it up. Some cards okay. I never, ever play. Some cards I absolutely always play. Tormorant's Crypt, gonna stay. Such a good card. I have won games just by minus two. Play this, throw it in the battlefield, and my opponent scoops. Yep. Just from... I, I'm i going to be able to get rid of your graveyard at the exact opportunity I want to. They don't want that. They're a graveyard-based deck. You know, the Is It Phoenix decks will just scoop the second they see this. This um, so runs one Haywire mite. When it dies, you get, it's a one-drop, one-one. When it dies, you gain two life. Pay a green, sacrifice an exile, target non-creature artifact or non-creature enchantment. I don't think I've ever pulled this out of my sideboard.
1: Yeah, I mean, I assume it's mostly if they have an enchantment or artifact that is really stopping you, then you can play it and kill it off.
0: But I've never once needed to. Yeah. I've never... Every other... I'm sure there's a time where I'm like, oh, I only have two mana. Can I get, can I, do I have an answer for two mana in my sideboard? And this is it. But very rarely do I have that problem. Yeah.
1: Like maybe if there's Solemnity combo, maybe you bring it down to kill the Solemnity.
0: I normally have enough mana that the uh, Cityscape leveler at eight does the same exact thing and I get a trampling creature with it. Yep, okay. That makes I sense. Very rare that but that seems to be the problem is I very rarely need a two mana answer. Yeah, yeah. And I have answers other places. Uh Shadow Spear will not be going anywhere. Just the fact to get for three mana can give something life link has saved my butt many many times. Uh one copy of Courier's Briefcase which I don't think I've ever pulled out of my sideboard. Yeah, I can imagine not pulling that out very often. Uh, didn't, doesn't really do much uh one copy of the stone brain i mean these are all only one copies the stone brain exile it the cost to to tap exile it choose a card search target opponent's graveyard hand and library for up to four cards with that name and exile them that player shuffles and draws i don't think i've ever pulled this out but i understand the uses of it
1: uh-huh.
0: the uses of it are you know there goes every single grease fang out of their deck now what are they going to do But I very rarely use it. Uh, One Pestilence Cauldron, and that's got the Restorative Burst on the back. There's a combo where I can just play this card over and over again by taking back um, Karn and Kiora from my graveyard. And then I just gain four life repeatedly, and just as much as I want. And then I can play the backside and kill them with the backside. But I've yet to do it. I've had it done to me, had it done to me, but I yep. meant to do it myself. So it's probably not going anywhere just for that reason, because I want to pull it off. Uh, one Karn Silex, which exiles a bunch of stuff. This this isn't going anywhere. This is a good card. Uh, a Sky Sovereign Consul's flagship, which is a great big old creature, and... I can pull it out with Karn, and Karn can animate it himself, so it'll only be a 5-5 when Karn animates it, but you don't really need anything else to animate it, and I love that. Uh, God Pharaoh Statue, 6-drop spells your opponent's ca- Your opponents cast, costs 2 more to cast, and at the beginning of your end step, each opponent loses 1 life. I've had a board stall that this has won me through. They were at seven, and I played this, and they just lost seven turns <laughs> later. It was amazing. I loved it. This card is not good. going anywhere. Uh, yep. Wormcoil Engine. It's one of the reasons to be playing this deck in Historic over, um, over Explorer.
1: Explore, Yeah.
0: Because you get access to Wormcoil Legend, and this is such a good card. And Leyline of
1: Abundance is banned, so you yep. can't.
0: Yeah. And Achroma's Memorial is another reason to be playing this in this one because that's such, uh, this card wins me more games than anything. You play, you pull it out on the first turn, and you dr- you pull it out with Karn on the first turn. If you don't have any mana, that's fine. The second turn, you spend your mana to play Achroma's Memorial, and then have Karn animate the Achroma's Memorial, and now you have a seven-seven flying first strike, vigilance, trample, haste, protection from black and red. And, yeah, with Seems whatever good. else is in play, you're going to win. Uh, Cityscape Leveler, which is an 8-drop that says whenever you cast the spell or it attacks, destroy up to one target, non-land permanent. Its controller gets a tapped Power Stone. Good for you, <laughs> opponent. Yeah, you know. And if you happen to get this out with a Memorial already in play, it's no. destroying something and then attacking and destroying something else. This card is disgusting. Uh, Great Henge. It's such a good card. It it is amazing and allows you to draw more cards as it goes on. Uh, Portal to Phyrexia, making your opponent sacrifice three creatures. This is another one that you just pull out. Your opponent Mm -hmm. scoops to it. They're just like, no, I'm good. And then one Darksteel Citadel. I love having a land in my uh, sideboard (laughs) to be able to pull out. I pull this out quite often. I will pull this out on... I play... Karn, and I will make sure I pull this out if the car, if I have in my hand a Nyssa. because the next turn I'm playing Darksteel Citadel. I'm tapping five. I'm playing Nyssa, and then I'm animating my Darksteel Citadel, and I have a three-three indestructible creature. And it's great. I love it. This deck is amazing. Um, I game. You can win games out of absolutely nowhere. Because you just draw the Storm the Festival off the top and then you go crazy. Or you draw Karn off the top and you go crazy. I have played Storm the Festival on turn two. Mm -hmm. By having two of the Leyline of Abundance in play. Turn one Elfish Mystic and now I'm tapping for ridiculous amounts of mana. Drop down my Nykthos and yeah, it's disgusting. This deck is so much fun. Leyline, Leyline of Abundance is really the re- reason to be playing this in Historic over, over um, what do you call it there, Explorer. And I play best of three with this deck every time. Every time I play best of three and I don't sideboard. <laughs> <laughs> I play best of three and I don't yep. sideboard and I make... It's just like playing best of one, except for sometimes you win two games... You get two pips for winning just one game, because your opponent doesn't want to play it again and will immediately scoop. <laughs> so you okay. get, you will get a win for two games, or the loss you get doesn't actually hurt you, because it's you went two and one. You know what I mean? I, I'm loving playing best of three with not really sideboarding in between. It's the secret. This deck, mono green devotion, because you have a 15 card sideboard. It. Just play best of three instead of best of one. You're doubling your sideboard. And you never have to... You
1: just know what your
0: next deck you're playing is for the most part.
1: Yeah, no, it sounds good to me. Like, I I played this deck. I did okay with it. I just... It wasn't my style. I didn't didn't enjoy it.
0: I went 11 and 5, and then I went 7 and 4, and then I went 18 and 6. Ooh, that's pretty good. The 18 and 6 is what shot me into Mythic. But I tried other decks in between. I played some I played some uh, standard this week, but not, it was all 50,
1: 50% on the standard stuff. Or worse. I, I've been playing a lot of standard. Yeah. In fact, I have not played anything but standard. Yeah. Since the new set dropped. And my first deck, uh, I'll go over the deck list with you, and let, you can tell me what you think of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, three cut down, three duress, 4 Make Disappear, 2 Negate, 3 Abrade, 2 Galvanic Iteration, which is the copy spell.
0: Okay. You're running um, 3 colors.
1: Yes, 3 colors. Um, it, one of them is red, so 4 <laughs> Fable of the Mirror Breaker.
0: Okay.
1: 3 Big Score, which is the discard a yeah. card, draw 2, and you get 2 treasures. Uh, 4 Invoke Despair, 3 Burn Down the House... Three Invoke Calamity, which is the red Invoke. Yeah. So you can cast... Uh, you've, got,
0: you've got Invoke for four red and Invoke for four black in your three-color deck?
1: Yes. Okay, yes.
0: continue. Just making sure I'm with <laughs> well, you, Tony. Don't
1: forget, like Big Score gives you treasures. Uh, Fable of the Mirror Break gives you treasures. Yep. There's I'm a lot of you. ways to be able to you know get the land. The mana base is... Three swamps, two dark slick shore, two shipwreck marsh, three underground river, two shivan reef, two storm carved coast, four black cleave cliffs, four haunted ridge, and four xanders lounge. Yep, it would have to be.
0: Yes, yeah, I'm yeah. It,
1: there's that many swamps in the deck, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, because people do use field of ruin and cards like that. Yeah. So you got to have something to mm-hmm. to get. Um, how do you think this deck did? Oh, well, terribly.
0: Or, Honestly, terribly. I think this did terribly just from listening to... You need you need to get so lucky with your lands, I think.
1: Yeah, it, that was one of the issues. It wasn't as big a deal as you you might make it out to be. Um, it just... Sometimes I didn't get enough lands. Like, I never got to the five. Gotcha. And, and before my opponents just ran me right over. Mm-hmm. Um, three cutdowns just wasn't enough. Three abrades wasn't enough removal. Mm-hmm. Especially when like they're going mono-white and they just go completely wide. Yeah. And uh, mono-black, being able to get your tenacious underdog back and forth. Mm-hmm. This really has no way to really get rid of a planeswalker if you don't counterspell it. Okay, yeah. So it, it had its issues. Um, mm-hmm. On the play, I had a 33% win rate. Okay. On the draw, I had a thirty-three uh, percent win rate. <laughs> so I went four and eight with it.
0: Ugh.
1: it was it was not very good. I had a thirty-three percent win rate overall. Believe it or not. Wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably
0: how that works. That's how that math works out, Tony.
1: Yeah. Yep. I think I went an even fifty-fifty on winning and drawing, and so it evened out. It balanced. Yeah. So not a very good deck. Uh, I I had high hopes for it because I like Grixis control. Mm-hmm. Um, this was not um, a good way to play Grixis, Grixis Control, apparently. Understood. But a deck that I did do well with. Okay. Uh, one of um, the people in our Discord, uh, Connor, had mentioned a while ago um, a deck that he had called um, America, Gruel America or something like mm-hmm. that, because it was oil and it had a bunch of different... Um, <laughs> fighting over oil and I thought that was a cute name for it and it really stuck out to me when he said that because <laughs> I was like shouldn't America be you know like Jeskai like, colors yep. and he's like oh no it's because we're fighting over oil <laughs> I said okay <laughs> like hands down you win oh, that's, that's, that's great good. that's good <clears throat> so uh Here's the deck list. You, you tell like you already know I did okay with it, but it's got four Shivan Devastator. This is really a modified deck more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Shivan Devastator comes in with counters all the time. Uh, four Ascendant Pack Leader. This one gets a counter whenever you play something four or bigger. Four Evolving Adaptive. Um, this deck. This card evolve. makes the deck. Yeah. It has sort of evolve, pseudo evolve. Mm-hmm. Uh, four Canker Bloom. For Queerin Beast Caller. Yep. Um again this card, if I do uh, Evolving Adapted turn one, Beastcaller turn two, and Kodama of the West tree on turn three. Ew. It the game's over. I've won Ew. I've already won the game. I have two three threes attacking on turn three. And, and ramping out. And ramping out. It's got four Kodama of the West Tree also. Uh two Rebel Salvo. This is the three mana deal five damage to a creature or planeswalker. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you're not generally going to have trouble with your mana with this deck. Mm-hmm. Not when you're always ramping out completely. Yeah, uh, Two Thundering Raiju. Love that card. Uh, me too. Honestly, I don't think two is enough. I, I want to have more. I don't blame you. Uh, it's got four Evolved Spinoderm. Yep. This is the four mana 5-5 five, five with Hexproof. And then when it gets down to two oil counters, it has uh, Trample.
0: Trample, Yep.
1: Uh, I have never played this deck and gone enough turns to sacrifice it. <laughs> no proliferate in the deck? Um, no proliferate in the deck. Wow. Wow, that's great. That's two, awesome. Two Helena and Helena partners, yep. because this gives counters also to things and yep. haste. Mm-hmm. So you, if Helena comes out first and then you play the Evolved Spinoderm, guess yep. what? Now that gets to attack. And two Thrun Breaker of Silence. Again, it just can't be stopped by anything. Uh, our Discord has been loving Throne. Of course, why not? Throne is great. In um, lands, five mountains, one Sockinson, two Biseju, uh, six forests, four Copperline Gorge, four Carpools and Forest, and two Rockfall Vales. Sounds good. Um, this deck is ridiculously good.
0: Yeah. Uh, how ridiculously good? What was your record with it, Tony?
1: On the play, I have an eighty-two percent win rate. Woo! On the draw, only a fifty-three percent win rate. But Ooh. as long as you're on the play enough, I have a sixty-nine percent win rate overall. It's not bad. No, uh, twenty-seven bad and twelve with it so far. That's that's great. Uh, mono red has been my number one matchup, and I'm six and one against them. <laughs> mono red can't compete with Thrun when he comes down. Mono red, this is faster than mono red. Uh, Mono White's the number two deck that I played. You just said I, it's
0: faster than Mono Red? Yes. Uh, alright, I'll try it then.
1: It has, honestly, like, turn three when I do that, you know, one, two, three combo, mm-hmm. they just scoop. Yeah. If on turn four I can then play a Thundering Raiju, I deal like 40 damage to them. <laughs> <laughs> like, and you're drawing a ton, or playing a bunch of lands, it's so good, um, Mono White, I have a 60% win rate. Mono Black is 75% win rate. Rakdos, 100% win rate. Jesus. Um, the only one that I'm 0-3 against is uh, Gruul. It's the Mirror Match. Yeah. And for some reason, I have just lost every single one of those matches. Um, my last 11 games, I have 100% win rate. Holy crap. Um, And the 18 before, I'm 11-7. and when I started with the deck, I was five and five. I think Let's you see. learned it. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, but also, so I was really good for I was eleven and three with it when I went eleven and seven, and then lost four in a row. Mm-hmm. And then I switched decks to something else and lost like five more games in a row. Ugh. So I don't know if Arena was just against me that day, yeah, or if it was you know I was spiraling out of control. That just works. Yes. Yep. So, um now going 11 and 0 with it. It's it's so good. And I feel like I it can't lose if when I'm you, playing this if deck. You keep going, you'll make mythic. I should. <laughs> Diamond 2 right now. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, I, I ended up just stopping yesterday because I was like, okay, I've won enough times. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, and and the the games don't last very long. Yeah, the games don't last very long when you're playing this deck.
0: Yeah.
1: We'll look at my last five. It was four minutes, four minutes, one minute, five minutes, and two <laughs> yeah. minutes.
0: Yeah, I would say that does not last very long.
1: Uh, when I went 11-7, 3-3-7 seven, three, three, seven against Mono Black. 1-1-2-2. One, one, two, two. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, it just goes off. Sounds good. And This All deck is right. so I'll much fun to try. play. Yeah, I'll give well, it a t- try. Just don't everybody play it, and then people figure out how to beat it. Okay, just leave it for me.
0: <laughs> no, I'm going to everyone play it.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I, I shared this in the Discord a couple days ago. Um, and if you want access to our Discord, all you have to do is go to Patreon.com, sign up to be a part of our Patreon, give us like a dollar an episode, pretty much. dollar twenty five an episode. Mm-hmm. And you can have access to this. And you could have had this deck three days ago, I think.
0: And already have made
1: Mythic with it.
0: Or What's you can have had my deck and made Mythic with my deck.
1: Yeah, true. But you didn't post your list recently. So,
0: and you posted know. it forever ago. Yeah, yeah. No one wants That's... the same deck list again. And if they did, they'd be like, yo, give me that
1: deck list.
0: Like, yeah, <laughs> you can have my
1: deck list. Uh, uh, um, also, if you um, are listening to this live, or not live, because nobody's listening to it live today. Um, if you're listening to it today, if Nate edits this and gets it all out and he is so good about editing it and getting it out the day of for the most part, (laughs) (laughs) no, that that was a positive thing. Like you usually do. Um, at six o'clock tonight, I will be, um, having another ACST bowling match. So if you want to come watch me, I will be at Riverwalk lanes in Amesbury, or you can watch it on my TikTok channel. Just so you know, back opener, magic pack opener. Yep. Bowling the competition away. Hey, <laughs> I'm on a roll recently, so yeah, uh, I am in first place still by a significant amount.
0: Well, you made sure you would be, so.
1: Yes, it, <laughs> when um, it, there's a like there's a group on Facebook called Candlepin Chat. Mm-hmm. You know where you can just talk about candlepin stuff. And uh, after I threw the four strikes last night, uh, one of the guys in the league had posted it in there. He's like, "Oh my God, Tony Levesque just hit the four strike pool." at Academy, and I got a bunch of, you know, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. And the guy running the pro league that I'm in, he said, GTFO, the C-League. <laughs> 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 because, you know, the division that I'm in is, like, the, the least division. Mm-hmm. And, um, I like I said, I'm crushing the division so far. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you are not a C-bowler. Come on now.
0: Correct. Correct. You just got to feel better than everyone else, so that's why we do
1: uh, it. It does, and it makes me feel so good. Yep. Okay. But anyway, so 6 o'clock tonight I'm going to be facing Chris Curley, um, so that should be a good match.
0: Should be a good match. Good luck. Thank you. I I
1: got it. Piece of cake. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, you're humble can... when you're perfect in every way. I'm glad somebody gets me. Uh, that was my grandfather's favorite saying. It's hard to be <laughs> humble when you're perfect in every way. Okay,
1: Grandpa. Yeah, no, it makes it fits. Uh, you can find the Filthy Net Tickers podcast on all social media. Like, literally, follow us everywhere, please. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Anchor, Pandora, TikTok. Um, just follow us around the house. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know don't I, I don't me care. Around my house. Yeah, no. I don't like. No. I, I'll, uh, okay, maybe, maybe don't follow Nate around his house. I, please don't. Yeah, just kind of like do wherever you can follow us, do it, please. We appreciate it. Uh, you can find me at mtg underscore Tony, Nate at Darth Heretic, or the Filthy Net Deckers podcast pretty much everywhere. Uh, patreon.com slash Filthy Net If you want to join the greatest people on this earth and talk to us in our Discord, uh, it's a great community. We really also appreciate Darth it
0: heretic on Twitch Tony and the fact you haven't brought that up in a while
1: hurts. <laughs> um, I have skipped over that every single time so if you want to follow Nate in his one stream a year on Twitch he has Darth heretic MTG like every once in a while like literally once a year somebody guilts him in enough to actually stream but you know that's just not very often. Correct. So I, I Correct. Maybe he's going to start streaming and then he can get access to the early access and then yeah. we can use it. But no. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with yeah. that. Anyway, thank you all. Uh, feel free to share your deck list with us. It makes our jobs that much easier. Nate, that's it. We're done. We're done. Goodbye. See ya.